Welcome to Twisted States. I'm your host, Reagan, and we're here to take a look week by week, state by state, at some of America's most nefarious killers, elusive cryptids, and bizarre mysteries. This week, we're headed off to Wyoming. We're going to take a look at the Hannah Mine disasters. And this was, I mean, considering, like I said, that there's not much that goes on in Wyoming. Uh, this was this was pretty devastating. This was a pretty big deal and really a shame. So, basically, in 1889, the Union Pacific Railroad was looking for a good, reliable source of coal. Um, there were mines originally in Carbon, Wyoming, that ran out, and. Uh, so in a scramble to try to get fuel for their trains, because the railroad was a really big deal back then, um, they quickly opened a mine at Chimney Springs. And then they renamed Chimney Springs um, in honor of Marcus A. Hanna. He was a member of the Union Pacific uh, Company like management team and an Ohio uh, U.S. senator. So, like I said, the Union Pacific Coal Company uh, founded Hannah, Wyoming. They set that town up for the workers and their families. And Union Pacific basically just, it was, they had, the whole place was theirs. Like, they just, they owned everything. The stores, all the, the buildings, everything, even like the boarding house. The, the places that, like, all of the, the mine workers were paying the rent uh, to the Pacific Union Pacific Cold Company, so like they they owned it all. They owned the whole town, so it was just a working town. It was strictly a mining town. Uh, it was a big hub. Uh, you know, for the emerging transportation industry, because like I said, the the railroad was really taking off at the time, and. There was, you know, with the Union Pacific Railroad being, you know, booming along as well as it was and the Overland Trail passing through the area, that definitely, like, you know, had had quite, it was, it was, it was going, you know, it was actually going. So, you know, back then, of course, they did things the old-fashioned way, which also became a, a, a bone of contention currently, uh, I follow um, Ghost Town Living on YouTube, and Brent is very fascinating. Uh, Sierra Gordo is uh, an interesting little town for me, you know, overlooking Death Valley and and being a mining town or whatever. But um, a lot of the laws and stuff that they have in place as far as, um, like, staking a claim or whatever mining claims are still set from this time you know in the 1800s during the gold rush era and during you know like along with this like with the coal mining and silver mining and stuff you know and because things were set up the way they were then now these big corporations are coming in from other countries and like you know open pit mining large portions you know, of the U S and like ruining all the natural resources and, you know, and stripping the land and, uh, 
you know, and then heat themselves out of the situation as best as they can, leaving these huge environmental impacts and stuff on our, our land, our land. Um, I'm not going to go down that road. We all know that conversation, but uh, it's still, they're coming here from other countries and uh, destroying the the natural land here. Um, and that really sucks. So because those laws are so outdated. Anyway, sorry for that little side note. And there's a lot more and that could be a really big conversation. If you want to talk more about that, hit me up over on Instagram, Twisted States, and, uh, you know, we can get into it. I also got like a Facebook page and stuff, but back to the story at hand. So being that, uh, you know, coal was mined by dynamite and, uh, bunch of men covered in soot and black dust uh, loading donkey-drawn carts in and out of these mines. Uh, things are pretty volatile. I mean, coal, it's a fuel source, like, hello. <laughs> um, and they're mining in an area that's full of coal and natural things that are, you know, not safe. So the first... The first disaster at the Union Pacific Coal Company, Hannah Mine, number one, occurred on June 30th of 1903. Methane was ignited in mine number one, causing a violent explosion and a mine cave-in, killing 169 miners, while 46 survivors narrowly escaped their doom. Many bodies recovered over the next year were buried in the nearby Hannah Cemetery. This was the greatest loss of life in any Wyoming mining disaster. The mines boss, like all the, all the, the, you know, head foreman blamed the accident on a careless miner. And, um, they, you know, they, it was just like, well, somebody just wasn't paying attention and did a thing. And, oh, it's terrible. But they just like blamed it on human error and just kind of swept it under the rug. Uh, and then there was a coal strike in Colorado. So there was no, like with the mine closed, there was no alternative way for them to get um, coal. So of course, a few months later, after losing all of these lives, um, they opened the mine back up. <laughs> uh, so that first disaster happened in 1903, and it took them five years before, guess what? Uh, it happened again. On March 28, 1908, the Hannah Mine number one exploded again, trapping 18 miners. As a state mine inspector and 40 rescuers entered the mine, a second explosion occurred, killing all 59 people inside. They were only able to recover 27 of the bodies from the second incident. Another 32 had to be left in the mountain. Uh, so with the people that perished in the 1903 blast and the ones from the the blast that happened in 1908 201 men are still buried in that mine today 
After the 1908 blast, the Wyoming State Inspector blamed Union Pacific Coal Company's method of mining for the disaster. It was called gouging, a system in which coal is mined immediately after the mine is opened because it yields coal more quickly at the start of the operation. Gouging allows methane gas to gather in rooms already mined while miners are digging for coal deeper in the mountain. Had Union Pacific dug deep into the mountain first and mined the coal on their way back toward the surface, they would have been able to flood mined rooms with water, preventing the buildup of methane and saving a lot of lives. The 1908 double explosions left 31 widows and orphaned 103 children. In settlements with Union Pacific Coal Company, each widow who lived in Hannah got $800 plus $50 for each child. Widows who returned to their homelands abroad got $350. The settlement barred any future claims against the company. In the five-year period between 03 and 08, 228 people died in the two disasters in Mine 1 before the creation of safety teams, safety laws, or even the implementation of safety inspections. Just weeks before each blast, company mine inspectors gave Mine Number 1 glowing safety reviews. After 1908, the Union Pacific Coal Company permanently closed Mine 1 and then opened new mines in the Hanna area and hired new miners. In 1954, all of the mines in the Hanna area closed due to a switch to diesel locomotives. And now there's just green grass covering uh, the hill that was once the entrance to mine number one. A memorial to the miners killed in Hanna in Carbon County is located at Hanna Junction, northeast of Highway US 30 in an off-road site that's really hard to get to. Anyway, there you have it. There's the story of the Hannah Mines. And I implore you to go check the links in the description of this episode because there are lists of lives that were lost and more information about who these people were, what their day-to-day lives were, who their families were, and... uh all that stuff. And I I think they really deserve to be remembered as do the rest of these people that perished in these horrific coal mine incidents. Such a shame. Wyoming is not the only state that's full of those kind of stories. The coal industry used to really, not to say it's any better now, but it was bad. It was real bad. It was like just off the charts. So yeah. Anyway, there you have it. I'm going to go. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. I will see you for the next episode, which I'm going to record in just a couple hours. And my dog just made a weird noise. Uh, dog picked up. Anyway, uh, but I'm going to get going. Thank you once again for stopping by. This has been Twisted States Podcast. I'm your host, Reagan, and I will talk to you soon. Check me out on Instagram at Twisted States. And uh, see you.